Did you know that in theory, two adult raccoons could fit deep inside your asshole without causing permanent damage? Anyway, welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, right. The Hawaii trip. Listen, last time we were talking about it, we were talking about Spam Misubi, right? That's how I ended the last episode. But I got to tell you right now, if you didn't visualize it enough, I made a YouTube video, right? And I actually released it. So if you're a fan of the podcast, but you want actual visuals, I released a YouTube video. I'm going to put the link in the description, but that's just in case you want to go see it. Anyway, let's do a part two for that Hawaii trip, because honestly, there was so much I didn't even talk about. I didn't even get into my favorite topic, which was the Spam Musubi. All right. You guys remember last time we played the numbers game, right? Of course you do. But let me ask you, did you participate? All right, pick a number. Actually, it doesn't matter. No one fucking participated. So... Ah, okay, that was harder to break than I thought. Anyway, it's broken now. No more numbers game because um, no one participated last time. The, like, let's see here. A win and eight chance to win like five bucks, right? No one participated. So you know what? Fuck it. Fuck this shit. Anyway, welcome back to <clears throat> Meat Weed Podcast where I'm out of money to give away. Um, let's talk about the Hawaii trip. So like, Spam Misubi. Let me tell you why I like it so much. It's a simple dish. It's rice. It's Spam. And it's other stuff you could put into it. But it's not necessarily hard to make, right? I bought a mold. Actually, today it came in. And I finally used it. And I made some Spam Musubi on my own here at home. It was so damn good. And it reminded me of the island. And I don't know, man. Something hits different when you go to a food land. You buy a Spam Musubi for like two or three bucks. And eat it. And you just got a little drink there, you know? You got that little... There was a drink. I forgot what it's called. But it's not that expensive. <clears throat> Having said that, the rest of the island was pretty damn expensive. Yay. I don't really mind it because I was on vacation. But still, I'm a broke boy. You hand me a bill with a big enough number, I'm just going to be like, are you serious? I, <laughs> I actually paused. <laughs> okay, this is completely off topic, but I paused the recording because um, I was coughing a bit. And I pulled up TikTok and the first video is just a fucking guy saying, you never know what you're going to find at a retirement home. And he pulls up an autographed photo of Jesus Christ. Nothing else. That's all it is. Just a photograph of Jesus Christ with his, um, with his little signature on it. Autograph signature. Holy shit. That's incredible. That reminds me of that one meme from years ago where it's a, a copy of the Holy Bible and it says um, autograph copy. <laughs> Which, you got an autograph copy of the Bible. You keep that shit. That's fucking awesome. <clears throat> anyway, moving on back to the island. There was a thing we did, right? When we were at the island where... We went to this temple, this Buddhist temple, mind you. And holy shit, I gotta tell you right now, it was amazing. It was really cool just going there and you have to take your shoes off to get in. The thing about it is I used to be a practicing Buddhist. By practicing, I mean, I, I just know the everything about it, right? I never went to the temple. There's none nearby. But I know how to meditate. I know a, a bit of the stories. I know a bit of the practices, you know? So it was otherworldly to finally go there 
underneath the giant Buddha statue and light the incense and place it in the um in the ash bowl. It feels otherworldly doing that because I was only able to ever see it on YouTube or read about it and to actually do it is like such a high sign of respect. I I love doing that. And also before you go into the temple, it was customary to ring the bell. But this ain't a small bell. This thing is fucking massive. This thing is tons, right? And you don't hit it or anything. It's not like a gong, right? It's not like that. What you do is you have, you pull this rope that's attached to a big log. And then you let it go. And it hits the bell. And it doesn't sound too loud. You could try to make it louder. But there's no real point. It's a soft piece of wood. So it's not going to be that hard. But once it rings. It's like a giant doorbell, okay? So once you ring it, you go on in. Be sure to take your shoes off at the door. That's very important. And it it was nice. I mean, I, I loved it. <sighs> Man. I'm just thinking about it, and it feels... I, I got a little emotional going there. Because I've always wanted to go to a temple. And now that I finally have, it's one more thing on my bucket list that I could finally check off, you know? I'm, I'm doing things from my bucket list... And it feels amazing. Because I'm looking at that bucket list now and I realize how empty it's getting. Because I've done so much. Anyway, back to the temple. The thing about the temple that I liked the most was actually seeing koi fish in their natural habitat. Swimming around, peacefully eating. We actually bought fish uh, fish food just to give it to them. We have to get the healthier stuff. You gotta just buy random stuff. And there was also the water feature from the, the hotel. I didn't want to bring the fish food back though, so I just used it all up. Of course, I taught my girlfriend a little trick where if you see the fish in one area, that's where the big fish are at. The little fish, they blend in more with the water. So what you do, right? You go to a spot in the pond where you don't see anything. It's very important that you don't actually see the fish there. <clears throat> in fact, it's like looking in the water. It's going to be the same color everywhere. You don't see anything, period. Get a handful of the fish food, throw it there, and watch the magic happen. Because the thing is, the big fish are big fish, right? They like to be around other big fish, and when they see a little one, they'll eat it. So the small fish congregate in other areas. Having said that, they are still hungry, just as the big ones are. So when you feed them, they go on a fucking frenzy. And it was flabbergasting to see. I mean, I was absolutely awestruck. I was in awe, gouging the smorgasbord, absolute beautiful fish, just eating it all up. It's the main ingredient. Okay, I'm not going to do that shit. <laughs> have, you guys seen, <laughs> have you guys seen that TikTok where the guy's just smearing peanut butter on random shit? That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm referencing. It's the main ingredient. I think in this case it actually is, though. Because those fish... Okay, go to, go to a random spot in the pond. Koi fish are over there. Throw the food, and you'll see a shit ton of fish just jumping in one area. And I mean a shit ton. I mean, you'll actually see them jump out of the water... As if they're grabbing something that's above the water. But the thing is, they're just they're just excited. You you excited the small fish. And they tend to be able to jump higher than the big fish. Or at the very least, it's more well known. And this is kind of a trick of the trade because I also go fishing, right? So I kind of know where they're at. You don't see the baby fish because they camouflage very well. The big fish, it's much more noticeable because they're more of the apex. You know, they're the apex one because they're already big. I know there's always a bigger fish, but in this case, there wasn't. The biggest fish were off getting most of the food. That's why they're so big. 
I decided to feed the little ones. Why am I going off on that for so long? I don't know. It was just so amazing seeing how many fish there was. This was like a good eight feet of just fish jumping. You know, like a perfect circle of eight feet of... Uh, an eight-foot circle of fish. <laughs> wow, that, I really stumbled there, didn't I? <clears throat> anyway, back to the rest of the, the trip. It was also beautiful because we got to see the... The fog coating the mountains in the background. It really didn't feel like Hawaii, if I'm being honest. Like... While we were here, I forgot I was in Hawaii. I, I just thought I'm in the Buddhist temple. It feels amazing. Also, this is the thing, right? This episode of the podcast is going to be like a spoiler for the YouTube video I'm making. Because I'm making a second YouTube video. Just like I made a part two of this podcast, I'm going to make a second part to the YouTube video I made. Because I'm telling you right now, when I went to the bathroom at the temple, there was a peacock blocking the, the toilet. It was, um, it was looking at itself in the mirror, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever, but I got footage of it. So, when the next YouTube video comes out, you're going to see it. I really liked it, too. And I love the, the feedback that I've gotten on the video that I made. Because the thing is, I mostly post shorts, and they get a lot of views. But when I post actual videos, not a lot of people will stay to watch it. Having said that, I'm still going to make the videos. Because there's a lot of footage that I want to show people, and I'm having fun with it. And uh, what's funny, right? What I enjoyed on the trip as well. It's something that I <laughs> that I enjoyed and I kind of like to tease my girlfriend with is this. Um, we got rolled ice cream at some point, right? You know, the one you've seen on uh, TikToks or YouTube shorts. I don't know. Where, where they get ice, they get the ingredients, they chop them up and they make ice cream, but they roll it very finely. We got one of those, but the thing is, I was more interested in the man's massive fucking forearms when I was, when I asked him to record. I'm not even going to lie, I asked to record him because I, I don't feel polite if I record someone and it's just like, like I, I didn't ask permission, you know what I mean? That's kind of why some of the footage that I recorded, um, I just didn't use because there's people in there that didn't ask for, like I didn't ask permission basically. But this man in particular, I asked for permission. So that's going to be the YouTube video. But damn, the man's forearms are massive. And he had a Lithuanian accent. I know the difference. I've watched Internet Historian. Okay? I've watched Internet Historian. So I know what it's like. And it's... I don't know. I like his voice. Um, Damn, this whole episode's taking forever to make. I'm not even going to lie. This is last minute because this week's been eventful. Having said that, I think there are birds trying to eat my wall. Like, I'm very distracted this episode, trying to talk about the Hawaiian trip, but I can't help but hear the crunching noises coming from the walls. The inside of the walls, mind you. Yeah, that's creepy. That's really creeping me out. Back to the fucking Hawaiian trip before I get sidetracked again. Temple was fun. It started raining at some point. We had to get out of there, but that didn't stop us from taking pictures. Interestingly enough, there was this thing, right? Where we were leaving the temple, and as we were leaving, it stopped raining. But I turned around, because I thought, okay, I want to go get more footage. As I turned around, it began raining again. And as I left to go to the car, it stopped raining. Can somebody explain that? I don't know either. It's just one of those things, you know? You feel, um, you feel a certain way. I gave a contribution to the church as well. I'm not even going to lie. Oh man, that was embarrassing. But yeah, contribute and give to other cultures, you know what I mean? 
just because it's not your belief, just because it's not something you agree with, you know, it doesn't mean that you got to judge or anything. You know, sometimes you just look at something and you think that's that's cool. That's pretty cool. That was my reaction when I went because I'm not I don't know. I'm not part of that belief system. It does seem like that church was still active, but you know, it's just cool to see it. I liked it. I know you guys would like it if you guys went too. A curious mind is always going to be, you know, looking for things to do. What am I going off on? I don't know. My stomach just rumbled really loudly. I had curry the other day. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> I've never had curry before. I've heard all the the jokes about it, and now I get it. I, I fucking get it. Um, I had it yesterday. I've been running to the bathroom all day. Um, okay, let me let me get comfortable here, sitting here. So if you hear a lot of pauses, now you know why. There's been like four so far. I'm only 13 minutes into the recording, and there's been four pauses. Okay, after Temple, what I remember too, right, is... Oh, one thing, right? We went to McDonald's. I think I mentioned this last episode, but we went to McDonald's. And what caught me off guard about the Hawaiian McDonald's is they have rice. That's it. I just thought it was I just thought it was kind of cool. Little bits of white rice. I didn't get to try it. I didn't really have the stomach for it. I wasn't that I wasn't that hungry, to be honest. That's just me though. That's just me. I I don't know. There's a lot of things I'm still getting used to, but at the same time, at least I learn I'm learning, you know? This isn't a I don't know. How do I put this? Okay, there's so much to talk about, and I don't know where to begin. Because I, I try to go in order, but at the same time, every day was so full of stuff, we just didn't know what to do at the end. <laughs> okay, after, okay, I remember now, I remember now. We went to the Dole Plantation at some point. That Dole Plantation was so cool. Although, it was pretty fucking massive. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I, I got some footage, because my family's a big fan of pineapples, right? And when I was recording... One of the fields. My mom said, that's so many fucking pineapples. That's actually genuinely impressive. And, bless her heart, my girlfriend and her family, um, they gave us one. They gave us a fresh pineapple that they brought over. And it was so damn good. I've never had pineapple that fresh. I've never had it that good, you know? It just, it hits different when it's that fresh. When you go straight to the, when you go from the plantation straight home with one of the plants, you will notice the difference. You will absolutely notice the difference when you're eating it and it's just so juicy and fresh. <laughs> they take good care of their fruit there. Know what I mean? There was also this yellow, like, ice cream that we had. I forget what it was called, but it was nice. Also, going there, I got plenty of gifts from my parents. And um, that's the thing. When, when it goes, when I go places, I like getting gifts for people who didn't weren't able to go. In this case, it was me and my girlfriend. And normally, she's the one I'm buying um, things for. Like, when I went to Mexico, I bought her an entire, like, gift basket. And when I got home, I got most things from the Dole Plantation. Because it was pretty, you know, it was all there, basically. I gave my dad a new hat, which he loves. It's, um, it's just got Hawaii on it. It looks really nice. It's one of those hats that, like, it's a dad hat, you know what I mean? My dad wears those. And my mom, I remember getting her, like, a sample pack of macadamias, which are really, like, the island is known for growing macadamias. In fact, it's part of the first YouTube video that I made, where I'm cracking it on my own. I'm on the plantation, and they make them fresh right there. It's really cool. It was kind of, um, it's kind of interesting for me, because I didn't know they had, like, such a big sample pack, which was good, because honestly, I found it on the last day. 
My problem was I was having so much fun, I didn't really think about getting gifts. At least not a lot of them, because once I checked my bag, then I realized most of what's in there is just stuff like that I brought with me. So I was able to go to the little corner shop there, ABC store, I think it's called. Yeah, ABC store. And we were able to get gifts for everyone. It was nice. Okay, back to the, um, let's see, there was the roll, the guy who rolled the ice cream. That guy was cool. Big ass forearms, Lithuanian man. The Dole Plantation, which had a lot of yellow, a lot of yellow things. You know what I mean? The temple I did talk about. Oh, right, 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 right. So, there's one thing that <clears throat> everyone does when you're a tourist in Hawaii. And I think some of you guys know what I'm going to talk about. That's right, a luau. We went to a luau. Now, I did not expect for some of the things that I mentioned in the past to come into the luau. For example, one of them was the um, New Zealand. How in their culture, they have this fight, um, th this dance basically, that the rugby team now currently does. I, damn, I'm, I'm struggling with the name. I'm trying to remember the name, but it's one of those really cool dances that the natives did before a war, but they now do before they're playing a game of rugby. And it's fucking sick to actually see the natives, right? Like the Polynesian uh, culture, they they did an example of it and they explained why they do the faces because it's like, it's like to scare your enemy, right? I was able to witness it firsthand, and it was so fucking awesome to hear them stomping and going, I don't know, I can't, I can't do it justice. You guys gotta, you guys gotta fucking see it on YouTube. It was so cool. <laughs> Damn, I, I, I'm just, I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face thinking, that was on the bucket list. That was one of the things on my bucket list, right? And I got to do it there. I got to watch it, and I was just sitting there all excited. Like, I was trying not to dance with them, to be honest, because I was so fucking into it. My girlfriend noticed too, because I was just like rocking in my chair. I was like, oh my god, they're doing the dance. Ah, <sighs> man, that was fucking sick. I love that. that. That's something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Because when you only hear about these things and you see it on YouTube, it's one thing, right? But when you see it in person and you feel the stomping and you hear the shouting, you, you fucking, they're there staring at you, you know? That shit hits different. That was fucking amazing. There was another thing too, right? When you think of a Hawaiian dance... If you're from California, you probably think of the swaying hips, right? That's something that they actually told us. If you think of the swaying hips, you're from California. Because I guess in California, we have like a different visual of it. In reality, when somebody's dancing, doing a Hawaiian dance, you have to look at their hands. Their hands are telling a story. And now you know, because I personally didn't. Neither did my girlfriend. Uh, both of us had got it wrong. We were both thinking hips. And once they said... They had this question before they did the dance. They say, when you see a hula dancer, do you look at their hips or their hands? And we answered hips. They said immediately, if you answered hips, you're from California. I mean, they, they were right. They were absolutely right. That's, that's exactly what happened. In, in fact, they were so accurate, I was almost offended. Because um, I was like, oh, how dare you? And I did my little nerd glasses on with my little fucking coindale ding a little finger that is like a tier five meme if you guys don't know what i'm talking about you guys have no chance of ever figuring out what i was talking about listen i'm gonna be blunt and i'm gonna be fucking honest if you don't know meme culture follow me on instagram and i will share everything i know with you okay if you don't that's okay you'll just be out of the loop anyway this luau was fucking amazing let me tell you why 
not only did I learn about the culture, not only did I learn how they open the coconuts, right? Because obviously you see a coconut, it's all covered in this fibrous material. You don't know how it comes off. Turns out they use a very thick log with a single sharp bit on the end. The only problem that I have with this whole luau though, right? I, I love the luau, don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved it. The problem I had was that it's really just a, a, a tourist thing, you know? None of the natives live there anymore. It's not like a Native American reservation, you know? Like, everything's all mod modernized. It's just no one is how they are back then. Everyone's got cell phones, you know. You, you know how it is. You know the big deal. But I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I did not expect the luau to be that way. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I learned this food that they made where it's like a coconut milk fish and they cook it with like hot stones covered in banana leaf you know the funny part is they made it in front of us and it was so mouth-watering but I was not allowed to eat it not me specifically I mean they did not have the um it it was a it was a health and safety issue they said they can make it and they can eat it because they're a part of the family and everything but they can't legally serve it so they didn't which is a fucking shame because I wanted it it looked good Excuse me, that was a hell of a burp. But yeah, what happened afterwards was they ate it with a cooked green banana. And it looked good. I wish I fucking knew what it tasted like, but great. Instead, I just had the best fucking pork I've ever had. You know what? That's fine too. Man, this... Oh my god. How do I explain this? Um, I did this thing, right? Where I'm losing weight. But I'm drinking a certain thing. And because of it, I, I feel it. And I feel funny. And my stomach's acting all funny. I keep having to turn away to burp. And as I'm talking, it doesn't feel that bad until like five minutes into the recording. And then I have to like pause it and like do other stuff. Like get up and move. I don't like this. But it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? What does bother me? Nothing. Nothing bothers me. I'm actually in a very good mood today. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. It's just... I want to keep talking about this, right? But when I talk about the fact that... We're at the luau, right? But if I'm already talking about this, the truth is, there ain't much else that happened. Because afterwards, we went home. It's just... Everything there was life-changing for me. I never thought I would go to Hawaii. In fact, it was on my bucket list since I was a kid. I always saw it as this mystical place, you know? this This land that I was never going to see in my lifetime. And the beautiful part about it, this is the part, I'm going to get a little sentimental here. The beautiful thing about it for me is I didn't get to go here on my own. It was my girlfriend and her family's efforts. And they got me out there. You know? If it was not for her, I would have never been to Hawaii. It's exactly why I, I love my girlfriend so much. And I'm saying this on the podcast because you know this shit's worldwide. I'm saying this to the world that I fucking love my girlfriend. You know? It feels good. It feels really good. Someone who puts up with me, you know? Because I'm a flawed individual. You can hear it on the podcast. I have an ego. And she puts up with it. No one else has. And I, you know, I love her for that. That luau was amazing, you know? Not just because I was watching it, seeing the the Maui dance, seeing the the coconut husking that I never 
I've never seen in my life. Seeing foods that I've, I've tried foods that I've never tried. Seeing how macadamias look. Because I never knew that macadamias were a perfect circle when they're in their shell. You know, it, it's a, it's uncanny. It's amazing. And I ate one raw and I was able to go to an island where I could crack them open fresh and see just how hard it is to open. None of this would have been possible without her. You know? That feels so fucking special to me. I cannot and I will not under... I'm bad with words sometimes. Getting emotional here. But yeah, you heard it first. I love my girlfriend. Thanks to her, we were able to see everything on the island, you know? It hits different looking at the pictures and looking at the video, knowing that, yep, this is all thanks to her. I love that. I love that so much. So, thanks, honey. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You can hear it in my voice. I'm getting all serious now. This feels very good. None of this would have been possible without you. So, now it's my turn to return the favor. I'm not going to say where we're going. I'm not going to I'm not going to really know, you know? But I'm going to return the favor and I have to do the next trip. I don't know where, but I'm going to do it. On my bucket list, there are several places. One, Skinwalker Ranch. We already know about that one. Two, is probably the hardest one to get to. Iceland. I've never been. I have always wanted to go. And I've never had the means to do it. You know what I mean? But if I'm ever going to go with anyone, it's going to be with her. I need to take her to the land of the giants. And this is going to sound super cheesy right now. I'm not not even going to lie. I don't blame you if you get pissed for hearing this. You can help out by joining the Patreon. That's right, it's in the description. And if you want us to go out there and explore, you want to help us out and get a huge thank you at the end, donate to the Patreon. You know, $1, $5 tiers, or you can get more if you want. I'm never going to get over the fact that Christopher gave me 0.15 Bitcoin. Honestly, that's so amazing. Thank you so much, Christopher. I, I feel like I didn't thank you enough. So I'm doing it again. I still have the Bitcoin, and I'm still thankful. I'm still happy. La H on Patreon. Thank you so much. So happy that you're, um, you've been a patron this whole time. I swear to God, I hear rain. Okay, it's not raining anymore. I'm trying, I'm hoping for less rain. The thing is, when it rains, I, I can't really work. You know what I mean? I, I gotta get the money back that I spent. Of course, you can help me by donating to the Patreon. Or at the very least, share it. You know what I mean? And you could do another thing. You could buy some Magic Mind using the link in the description, using promo code MeetWeed20 at magicmind.co slash Podcast. You could do all these little things to help me. You can also go to the, the store, the merch store that we have, and you could buy some mugs. I would say the mugs because the thing is, we stopped selling all of the t-shirts. You know, we stopped selling all of the... Um, the sweaters, everything that's clothing is no longer able to be purchased because it didn't meet my my standards. You know what I mean? We did one load of clothing and the whole thing just came off. It was it was bad. However, the mugs are very sturdy. In fact, I'm happy about it. So happy that Boop Jug got a mug. That's awesome. The voice actor for Chowder got a mug. You know, Nicholas uh, Jones. 
Thank you, by the way. And if I remember correctly, my, my brother got a mug. In fact, I did too. Law H has a mug as well. If you don't know who Law H is, um, this person is uh, Patreon. The only Patreon subscriber I actually have. And you better, you know, I'm not saying competition is rough, but like, I have one patron. I've had him for a while. And honestly, there's so much things. So much things I'm grateful for, you know? I'm saying all these things. I'm plugging all these things at the end because I have to. But the truth is, you don't got to do anything. Just listen, and I'll be happy. This podcast was not meant to be a travel thing. It was never meant to be that way. It was meant to be just... Actually, you know what? It was. Originally, it was. Because I started the podcast entirely talking about my OTR travels. And this is far different. Now I'm traveling with no restrictions. I don't have the restrictions that I had when I was OTR. Because when you're OTR, you're bound by the truck and where it goes and where the loads are going. And how much time you have. This, on the other hand, the plane lands, I go to the hotel, and then I do what I want. It's beautiful. It's simple. That's how it should be, you know? That's how, that's how traveling should be. And then I get to come back and talk to all of you guys about it. It feels really good. It feels amazing. And now I've got a YouTube channel, okay? It's the same name, Meat Weed Podcast. I mostly post shorts, don't get me wrong. But I'll post full, um, full videos now. Provided you guys help me out on the podcast, um, Patreon. You know? <laughs> but, having said all that, until the next travel time, until the next goofy thing comes up, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to the shitty broadcast and actually sharing it. You guys are all amazing. I love each and every one of you for listening. I've been looking at the numbers going up. We hit 10,000 downloads and we're just skyrocketing now, okay? So this feels good that I could do this and I have an audience. This feels amazing. I love all of you, seriously. All right, until next time, I'm going to I'm going to book a few things and we'll see where we could go next. And until that travel time does happen, I'll fill it up with some goofy ass antics. Maybe I could see how much horses fit in a microwave or something. I don't know. All right, see you guys next time.